Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. I'm glad you guys decided to join us again um, on this wonderful teaching of God's promises for his children, for his righteous children, who is whoever is a follower of Christ, whoever is a believer, true believer, these promises are uh, for them, they're for us. Um, hopefully you have been learning something you didn't know before, and hopefully you've been taking notes so you can use those promises in your times of need. Um, I decided to do this podcast, the specific one on um, God's promises for our children. Now, it may not apply to some of you guys because a lot of you guys might say, well, I don't have any kids, so I guess I'm going to skip this teaching. <laughs> uh, but I highly encourage you to listen because maybe you know somebody who has kids. Maybe you're going to have kids, you know, later in the future. Um, but anyway, it's God's word that helps us in our times of need. So if you don't have any kids, um, you can definitely help somebody else to learn about them. Um, so um, God's promises for the children of the godly. I'm going to start with Isaiah 54:13, and it says, "And all your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace." Um, I think this is a great promise because sometimes you feel like you're so responsible for your kids that. You pretty much have to cover every single area of their life so they're good, so they're um, in a good place and they're happy and they're healthy and everything is going well for them. And when things don't go right for them, we feel like a failure. We feel like, what did I do wrong or what did I not do right or what should I have done or what should I, what did I do that I shouldn't have done? Is this my fault? You know, we parents they tend to take the blame on themselves when something goes wrong in their kid's life. But I think the most important thing is, again, is to realize we're humans and we don't have all the information all the time and we do the best we can at that moment, right? With all the experience and um, wisdom and knowledge that we have gathered over the years, we, in that moment, we feel like that that was the right decision. So you need to just stop um, overthinking it or looking at the past and Let's start at God's promises and let that go to work for us, okay? So this verse, Isaiah 54, 13, it's promising that the Lord will teach your sons and great will be their peace. So sometimes if you can't get through to them, just pray and say, Lord, well, first of all, that's the first place we start, right? Anything that has to do with our kids, we, you guys have, we have to always constantly be in prayer for them. Always pray for them, for God's will to, to be done in their lives. But this is a great verse to start with. Say, Lord, your word says that you will teach them. It's, you know, you you promise that you will teach them. And because you will teach them, they will have great peace. That's what your word says in Isaiah 54, 13. Now, but now let's go back to our responsibility as parents. And not all of us know that before we become parents. So at any time we become aware of it, of how, of the goodness of the word of God, it's okay. It's never too late. God can always bless us with his word or even if things have gone wrong or the wrong way he can turn things around so have faith in almighty god and his power and that anything is possible with god and all things are possible for those who believe and that's our part our part is just to believe in god's goodness and his ability to make anything happen um but as parents maybe i should say and <laughs> as parents our job is to draw our kids close to god our job is to teach them about who God is, about his word, about uh, obedience to him, and about the blessings that come from uh, following him. So listen to this verse. Proverbs 22, 6 says, direct your children on the right path, 
And when they are older, they will not leave it. Um, so that's Proverbs 22, 6. It says, um, direct your children, again, on the right path when they're older, they will not leave it. So that that right there is saying just show them the right way when they're young, like, like if, if your kids are young, if your kids are young. And honestly, I don't think it's ever too late to show them if, if they don't know or if they're on the wrong path or making a wrong decision, just tell them or teach them this is how this should be. This is what the word of God says. This is how that's where the blessings are. That's when things that's that's how things will work out for you. So our job as parents is to teach our children about God and about his word. Deuteronomy 6, 7, it, it says that in a different way. It says, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Impress what on your children? Impress the word of God. Impress God's teaching. You know, there's tons of advice and by now, you guys should notice in which book of the Bible and Proverbs. Proverbs is really advice for young people, but really for everybody. But it's something that I believe parents should teach their kids Proverbs from the time that they're very young because it has advice on literally every area of life. Um, so I, our job as parents is, again, to direct our kids in the right way and to teach them the word of God. Because if you think about it, there is no way we can keep them safe and protect them and make sure they're healthy and make sure they're not in any pain or harm's way or nothing ever bad happens to them. There's no way we can do that. We're so limited in how much we can do for our kids. We th I mean, when, when they're young, we feel like we are their God and we can protect them. But even then, we can't. I mean, things can happen. So it's really important for us as parents to always, always rely on God for our kids. Because if you think about it, they are his kids first that he put in our care for so many years. Let's say for 18 years, for 21 years. Um, and then they're gone, right? And then they're adults and they fly the nest. So for that limited amount of time that they're with us, it's really important that we do what we can, guided by the word of God. And then we step back and say, Lord, you need to step in and you know teach my children. You need to step in and fix the situation. Continually rely on God when it comes to dealing with your kids and raising them. Um, some of you might say, well, you know what? I'm a Christian and I believe and I came to know the truth about God and his word, you know, a little bit later in my life. And I didn't know anything to teach my kids. So they're not believers and they're grown up now and they don't want to listen or they have their own, you know, beliefs and whatever. There's a promise for that too, and that's in Jeremiah 32, 39. It says, I will give them singleness of heart and action so that they will always fear me and that all will then go well for them and for their children after them. So this verse is saying that God, only God, can give people a singleness of heart, which means not a divided heart, right? Not a heart that is is not sure which way to go is confused it says a singleness of heart and action not only heart but also an action so that they will always fear me so that they will always god can give our children a heart that honor him that honor god and there's a promise for that there's a promise that goes with it that he says so that all will then go well for them things will work out for them things will come uh, blessings of god will chase them so that's another verse that we can claim for our kids that, Lord, 
your word says you will give him a heart to honor you. You will give him a heart that they will take action that pleases you. So you do that. So this is what we can take to God in prayer. Um, and um, you guys, I was looking on some verses because I thought sometimes adult children are struggling um, with some issues. And then it's the parents. doesn't matter how old your kids are. If your kids are, if your children are suffering for any reason, the parents honestly are suffering more. Their heart is aching more for their kids. Am I right or not? <laughs> so I was looking up some verses for when children go through trials, when go through a hard time. And honestly, I came up with so many verses, which is good news for all parents because we can all rely and depend on that. But because there are so many verses, I don't think I would be able to cover it in this teaching. So I will just do an extra um, teaching on this one, a short one, um, an extra podcast uh, during this week. So please tune in and listen to it because that's going to be specifically for parents who have children who are having a hard time in life. And that hard time may ha- may be with um a relationship that they're in it may be maybe with their jobs it may be with um maybe they're not fitting in maybe they feel lonely maybe they're in a bondage to something and they can't get out of it whatever it is god has promises for you guys to fall back on where once you learn about them if you come to trust them honestly your heart will be filled with peace and with joy because now you're kind of like taking your hands off of it, taking your hands off the steering wheel, saying, Lord, you take over because I can't, I can't do this anymore. Or whatever I'm doing is not working. And my heart aches for my child, even though they're adults, but I want them to be happy. I want them to be peaceful. I want them to have this and that. So if that's who you are, please be sure to listen to my next teaching, which is going to be just an extra podcast this week. Um, on God's promises for the children of the godly, for the ones who are suffering, right? When children suffer, what 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 kind of promises do you have from God? Um, but I also want to share with you guys verses that God, in God's word, it promises that children of the righteous will be successful. Um, that might come surprise to you, right? That why does God talk about that? Absolutely. Psalm 112, 1 through 3, I love, these, I love this passage. It says, um, blessed is the man who fears the, Lord, who fears the Lord, who delightfully does what God commands. His children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. How amazing is this passage? It's saying, if you're the person, blessed is the man who fears the Lord. If you're the person who honors God, who delightfully with joy, not because you have to, but with joy, you do what God wants you to do. And honestly, we do that with joy because we trust God that the result is good. Even if our flesh has to suffer in obedience to God, but we know that something that the outcome is going to bless us. So that's why we can do it with joy, right? So it says, if you're that person, if you're the person who honors God and joyfully do what God commands, there is a promise for your children. And that promises that your children will be successful everywhere, which means in every area of their lives, they will be successful in relationships, in jobs, in their health, um, in their finances. They will be successful. That's a promise from God for the righteous, for their children. I think that's a wonderful promise because every person, every parent wants to see their kids successful. Not just, I'm not just talking about academically successful because you can be very successful 
at your job or at your school, but be miserable in relationships, but be miserable in life, right? Or be bondage to something. So we're talking about success in every single area of life. Um, I have a couple more verses to share with you guys. And the next one is Psalm 115:14. It says, may the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. How good is God, you guys? I mean, he's saying, not only I want you to flourish, to blossom, to have great, to, you know, have a great life, but I also want your children to flourish. So that's a promise. If you're a righteous person, which again, you are, if you're a follower of Christ, if you're a believer, and if you have received the gift of salvation, you are called righteous by God himself. It says, if that's you, then God wants you to flourish. Not only you, but he wants, as a result of you being righteous, he wants your children to flourish as well. Um, Proverbs 27 says, the righteous lead blameless lives. Blessed are their children after them. So again, you are the righteous, right? You lead blameless lives. And you might say, no, I don't. I don't lead blameless lives. I still sin. I still screw up. And, and exactly, God, and God knows that about us. He knew that when he sent his son to die on the cross for us. He knew that we're still going to mess up and we're not going to be perfect from the moment we receive him as our Lord and Savior, that we're, you know, still living a fleshly body. And every now and then we may still fall, right? We may still fall off the bandwagon and mess up. And again, immediately confess your sin. And, and the Bible says that he is faithful and just. And once you confess your sin, immediately he'll forgive you. Of course, it has to be a heartfelt confession, right? With all your heart. Like you surrender it and you're, uh, you feel convicted and you ask God to forgive you. So then it's gone. So it says, so we are, so nobody can blame you. Nobody can accuse you. The enemy cannot accuse you because the minute you repent and he asks for forgiveness, that sin is gone. So then you're blameless, right? So the Bible says you lead a blameless life. As a result, blessed are your children. As a result of your actions of knowing God and following him and trusting him and putting your faith in him and believing him and rejecting the lies of the enemy. Remember, the devil is a liar. Whatever he tells you is a lie. Do not believe it. Okay. Anything negative he tells you between your ears, you know, that battlefield of the mind, you have to say that negative, ugly thought, that's a lie. I'm not going to accept that. I'm only going to accept what the word of God says. So it says when you are like that, right, you are blessed because you are righteous. Because of that, your children are now blessed. And you guys look up the word blessed in the dictionary and see it just means complete. It just means whole, full, satisfied. Look it up for yourself. It says because of you, now your children are blessed. And you might say, well, that's maybe... Um, easy for you to say, or that doesn't apply to me. I look at my children and I don't see that they're blessed. Okay. So you guys, the word of God, remember Hebrews 11, one says faith is being, is being sure what, what you hope for and certain of what you cannot see. So even though you don't see that blessings in their lives right now, if you hold on to God's promises, if you continue to go before God and say, Lord, this is what I claim. This is what I accept. This is what I agree on. This is what your word says. And I expect this to come to pass because it's not my words. They're your words. And you promise that your promises will come to pass. And all of them are yes in Christ Jesus. That's actually a verse in the Bible. So then you can just sit back and relax. And even though 
you don't see the manifestation of those blessings right now into their lives, but God will fill your heart with hope and joy that even though it's not today, it's not now, but it's going to happen in the future because my God is a faithful God and he loves me and he's going to work and make it happen. And trust me, the minute you pray like that, he's already started working behind the scenes and shifting things around that you don't even know about. And all of a sudden, you're going to see one day, wow, this issue is resolved. This this area of my child's life is good now. How did that happen? Exactly. How did that happen? Well, it happened because God loves you. And because you went before him, he heard your prayer and he went to work. Okay. So I I think it's, if you're a parent, it's really important to know God's promises for your children because you have to know them in order to claim them, in order to receive them, right? They're not automatic. You got to believe them and you have to expect them to come to pass. So I'm going to end this teaching here, you guys, but I will uh, do another short little podcast just on uh, the subject of God's children, God's promise uh, for the righteous, for the ch- uh, for their children, especially the ones who are going through trials and struggling. I think it's really important to hang on, hold on to those verses and believe them and expect them to come to pass. So um, I will do that second teaching sometime this week. So look for it. You'll find it. So until the next teaching, God be with you and God bless you.